This is the Ad Hero Podcast, the podcast that reveals marketing tips, trends, and techniques by industry experts, insiders, and influencers. For years, AdSymbol has helped businesses develop and launch campaigns to amplify their message, establish authority, and earn their lion's share of the market. This podcast will help you design and supercharge your plan to make an impact with valuable lessons you can apply in your business today. To get more information or start now, visit adsymbol.com. That's A-D-S-E-M-B-L-E.com. Let's get started. Welcome to the Ad Hero Podcast. My name is Gino Giovanni. <laughs> and we got some samples in here. We also have Matthew Olivieri in the house. And we are your Ad Heroes broadcasting every Friday online, everywhere podcasts are available, including Apple iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Google Play, and Anchor.fm. Possibly SoundCloud, but that's unconfirmed. We're going to look into that. But the good thing is we've expanded in season two with more places to hear podcasts. And we have sound effects. <laughs> I promise I will not abuse that. Uh, I really promise but it, I will it, not abuse that. But it's fun, though. Uh, it is fun. To, uh, we're we're going to switch up the format here in season two a little bit. And uh, today we, we got some news items to report to you. Ryan Reynolds in a Mint Mobile commercial using slides. TikTok prepares for a ad war against Facebook and Snapchat. And parents surprise a son with congratulation billboards after graduation was canceled. That seems to be a popular thing these days. Yeah, it is. Uh, but before we get into the banter part of the show that we love so much, I think I, I'd be remiss if I didn't just pause and say I'm excited to be in the Gino Giovanni recording studio. Ah, thank you. Our brand new, newly <laughs> minted, named recording studio, the Gino Giovanni. So for anyone out there listening, you know, we've been on, this is our second season of the pod, uh, Ad Hero Podcast, the Ad Hero Podcast, and... Uh, Gino here is just, he's awesome. He got in here. He reconfigured all of our equipment, made sure everything worked. We're live now on all these mics, and we've got uh, just awesome things going on. So in honor of all that, you know, we just kind of came together and said, why not rename the studio after him? So we did it. That's wow. it, man. It's done. Now we got to christen it. we got to, like, smash a bottle of champagne or something in here. <laughs> yeah. um, just don't do get something. the equipment. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, just don't get the equipment. Right. So anyways, I'm excited to be in the Gino Giovanni studio and uh let's proceed with the banter man what do we got what do we got on top oh. uh mc universe things going on what's going Dude, on we got so much going down so if you're a fan of disney plus there's a lot well if you're a fan of, of disney plus you would know that there hasn't been too much new content lately however uh some new content is on the way as sony pictures is teaming up with marvel studios for some spider-man spin-off shows WandaVision is wrapping up in post-production for you MCU fans, as well as the Falcon and Winter Soldier will resume production in Prague since there was a layoff due to the virus. And Flash Season 6 trailer has was released, and unfortunately I haven't seen it yet. <laughs> but I needed to report it because that's huge. And then, of course, you know what? There's just a lot of st streaming services just need new content. So am I understanding you correctly that all these shows and movies are getting back on track now with their production schedules i know everybody was under uh house arrest and stay-at-home orders and all that good stuff uh which by the way we all need to continue to be very cautious so if you're li if you're listening to from one of those states that's has started to reopen 
as of today. Please continue to be careful. Use good social distancing. Uh, just be smart out there. We all have to kind of come together to beat this thing, right? But right. am I understanding you correctly that that these productions are getting back online? That's right. Uh, in fact, yeah. and I wish I had the shows actually in front of me, but there was uh, four shows from Netflix that actually uh, are beginning production again uh, after the hiatus. Oh, wow. Yeah, so... Plus, Amazon has some shows, and uh, there's one more streaming service that's... Yeah, everyone's just getting back to work slowly. Uh, so it's going to be good for the people still at home watching shows online and binging. And I wonder how long that the actual release of these shows now is going to be pushed out. I mean, I would hope that post-production-wise, they're still able to kind of somewhat keep it on track to where it was although naturally you would expect you know at least a couple of months delay because yeah. everything was paused for a couple of months for sure uh i know for a fact that the disney plus shows now are going to come out next year okay yeah so that's going to be kind of strange uh, because we were really hoping to see them this year right uh but they're going to start off with the WandaVision show, and then later on, the Falcon and Winter Soldier will be coming out, uh, and then everything else got pushed back as well, if we're talking just MCU. Super looking forward to that, and uh, Venom 2. Uh, oh, yeah. I've been seeing a lot of anticipation for the Venom 2 right. trailer just dropping. It hasn't dropped yet as of t today that I'm aware of. Uh, I've been looking for it. I've been keeping my eyes out for it. Uh, for any of you out there that enjoyed Venom 1, st uh, starring Tom Hardy, Venom 2, he Tom Hardy is going to rep reprise his role um, in, in as Venom. And also, I think it's uh, Woody Harrelson is going to be Carnage. That's right, yeah. In that film. And uh, so there's just like a lot of buzz because people really like... Did you like... Were you a fan of Venom? Actually, I was. I, I was quite surprised. I... I I wasn't going to give it a chance, and then after it came out on home video, I decided to give it a chance, and I had a good time with Venom. Mm. A really good time. Yeah, the the pictures pictures have been out with uh, Woody Harrelson uh, on set. He's in like some Hawaiian t-shirt and like a hat, or I'm oh, sorry, not a t-shirt, but like a Hawaiian shirt and like a hat um, as his character, Keith. Classity, uh, Kisa Classity, uh, or something like that. Right. I'm butchering the name, so sorry, comic book fans. <laughs> yeah, no, we're gonna lose our MCU card. Um, uh, no, but Cletus Cassidy, Cletus Cassidy, that is correct. And there was a teaser at the end of the first movie that's that right, kind of teased his role as, as Carnage. And speaking of teases, there's been some rumors going around that this time Peter Parker, Spider Man, will be in Venom 2, but. I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> I think somebody hacked the Wikipedia page to print that. I saw that. I no. saw that. They they I think somebody went on Tom Holland's page and they listed, you know, all the different movies that Tom Holland's a part of and somebody put in there Venom 2. <laughs> but then there was some controversy around that because people were trying to they're speculating that someone just like wrote that and it's not really true. Um that'd be a pretty big deal if if uh tom holland as spider-man was going to be in venom 2 it would arguably you know kind of pull the rug out from underneath tom hardy and woody harrelson yeah um because at that point who do you focus on like who's the marquee name of the film that's a great point at that point is it tom Har is it is it is it uh um you know woody harrelson right. is it is it tom hardy is it tom holland i mean at that point it's just kind of like that's just like too many it's I'll, I'll put it this way it's 
the Avengers film was able to pull that off because you had this like perfect buildup to all of those major A-list actors playing these roles in, in their own films and then coming together to, right. do, to do this joint film that culminated in the Infinity War, right? right? And Endgame, right. and <clears throat> Avengers Endgame. Mm-hmm. I think if you have a movie like Venom, a franchise like Venom, if I could be so bold to say that, mm-hmm. and now you're going to have the second movie in the Venom franchise, and you're already introducing Woody Harrelson as another A-list actor who's going to kind of come into the genre or come into the come into the storyline. I think also putting Tom Holland in there is like too much too soon. I think you let Venom 2 play out with Woody Harrelson and Tom Hardy and then potentially introduce Tom Holland in a Venom 3. I've which, heard that too. Which I hear would most likely also have something to do with anti-venom which is supposedly <laughs> the like the most powerful of the symbiote family oh, if wow. you will yeah no i i've gone pretty deep down that rabbit hole uh <laughs> <laughs> trying to understand because because i like you i didn't want really want to give venom a chance at first because i was just like ah so much cgi yeah but when i got into it i was like you know what actually it's not bad it's not bad at all i'm kind of kind of digging tom hardy in this role so we'll see did we'll you see. know that venom's voice is actually tom hardy it, it really yeah <laughs> now nah, that's an easter egg same i did with, not know that same with uh dr strange the when he in the first dr strange movie where they did uh, dormammu that's actually uh uh the guy who plays dr strange's voice <laughs> benedict cumberland Bene- Bene- uh, cumberbatch cumberbatch thank yeah. you thank yeah. you thank you thank you okay. uh good stuff man okay well that's our that's our little uh rabbit like again we really hope here at the ad hero podcast that you know everyone's at home being safe um uh, and we're praying for you if you caught this terrible virus that you get healthy soon. But, you know, if you have this time to be at home with your family and just really relish that time and get in a lot of binge watching, man, like catch up on catch up on, you know, all the shows, all the great shows that are out there. Uh, there's so many great ones on there. Netflix from the MCU, all these little side side spinoffs and stuff like that. It's a great time to catch up and stuff and binge watch, right? You're right, that's right. And speaking of MCU, as we go into our B block right here, uh, so Ryan Reynolds, you might know him from such movies as Deadpool and Deadpool Two. He is uh, wait, also the Green Hornet. Oh, uh, the Green. Oh wait, Green Lantern. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that was Seth Rogen. Oh, thank you, thank you. God, man, we're messing up today. Sorry, yeah. sorry, oh. fans. Hardcore fans out there. So if you're familiar with Mint Mobile, you know they do like a really inexpensive uh, plans for cell phones. Uh, It's no plug. But uh, Ryan Reynolds is actually in their first ever commercial. And they started doing a commercial like uh, I think before the COVID. And apparently they only got like about four or five seconds in. And then that was it. And so Ryan Reynolds decided to pick up the, the pieces and finish the commercial out by using slides and like slides from uh powerpoint <laughs> that's great it, it got it got so much buzz that um well i'd like to say his fellow co-star but it's not but chris evans who played captain america in the mcu retweeted the commercial and said how is it able to single-handedly jujitsu any circumstances into a perfect marketing campaign Wow. Well, that, that is just Ryan Reynolds at doing Ryan Reynolds things. He's a, he's a, he's, I mean, I don't know if he's a genius, but 
I mean, the way he's marketed Deadpool, I've never seen anyone market a movie the way he does. And he just keeps doing it over and over and over again, whether it be a picture, a video, a post, something. Right. Well, I, I think this is, you know, kind of a good opportunity to kind of comment for our listening audience, um, you know, the power of these kind of viral marketing, online social marketing things, right? Again, if you've been stuck at home this entire time and you own a small business or you work in a marketing team in a business, you're you're literally trying to figure out the best ways to still talk about your brand, still get the word out about your products and services and things like that. And so I think what we can take away from these examples here that we're bringing um, on this particular episode is just these platforms have immense power to connect people, especially right now. I think more than ever, social media is a great way that people are reaching out, connecting, staying connected, learning about new things. Um, here at AdSemble, we've seen a massive uptick in website traffic uh, because we're pretty clever about our own use of social media, I would say. Uh, and, and so if you're in charge of your social media networks or you work in a team with someone who's doing that, you know, these case studies right here are wonderful examples of like being creative, being a little bit edgy. Yes. Uh, not being not being afraid to kind of toe the line and kind of put something out there, uh, because even something that might seem like it goes south or doesn't come across flawless. That's actually the true like genetic makeup of a successful marketing effort. Hmm. Right. Like like it's it's almost like. People like something that's not fully f flushed out. And if it has some, some mess-ups in it, it's actually more organic. It, yeah. It's more like natural. More real. It's more real, yeah. Like Gino films a great thing. I think it's on, is that Friday? Or your noontime thing that you film on oh, Instagram. Oh, the What's uh, that called again? 12 o'clock break mix. 12, and, he, you know, it's just him sitting in his house while we're all quarantined right now. And he's just going through his day and going through what's going on. And it's getting, it's racking up huge views. Or like how you're on Twitch. I am on Twitch now. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes. I've been, I've been messing with Twitch. I've been getting into that. I love Twitch, man. I really love it. I think it, it has huge potential for the future um, in a number of ways. But I'm really, really big fan of Twitch and, and getting into that now. But let's continue here with TikTok. Okay, because there's some other, there's, you know, that's another up and coming platform. If yeah. you guys aren't on TikTok yet. You gotta start paying attention to it. It is the the new kid on the block. Eight hundred million downloads. That's a number one on number. Uh, wow. Number one on uh, Apple Store or Google Google Play and yeah, the Apple Store. It's the number one kid. It's the new kid on the block, and people of all ages are having fun with it. It 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 does it does slant to a younger demographic, right? But. People of all ages are are racking up huge amounts of views and impressions and and experiences there. I know Will Smith is like in his what mid mid forties, maybe early fifties, and he 50s, has like yeah. three point four million followers already on TikTok, something really? to that effect. I don't quote me on that, but it's a huge number, and he's very active on the platform. So can't sleep on TikTok. Got to be a part of it. And what is this ad war thing against Facebook and Snapchat? Yes. Gino? So what's going down is is that TikTok decided to up their game, and they already do two dimensional ads. It's the same as Facebook and Instagram, and even Snap with like filters and adding stuff to your face or your hat or your head. Um, but now they're going to be 
uh, uh, putting in augmented reality and going through. Uh, so basically, when you have a filter and you click on the filter, and it's going to be augmented, and then you can actually touch the ad, and then it'll go to the website that it is advertising. So and they're doing a lot of uh, uh, click per clicks. Cost, cost, per cost click. per clicks. That's it. right, right. Yeah. Similar model to Google and Correct. so many others out there. Sure, sure. Okay, so interesting. Augmented reality, huh? Um, I wonder. I wonder if this is almost like going to be like a precursor to, you know, this this concept of uh, if anyone in our listening audience uses an Oculus, has test out Oculus mm. VR. We, as a company, we all went and tested out this VR experience oh, yeah. uh, last year. It was a lot of fun. It was like a Terminator game, fully immersed uh, with vibrating, you know, vests that you wear. And if you get shot, it would vibrate. And it was just, it was an incredible experience. You can find that on Gio Giovanni Presents on YouTube. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> um, and and so my, my point here is I know Facebook is very heavily investing in, in virtual reality and augmented Correct. reality. And they have a, they have a, a piece of hardware called an Oculus Rift, Rift, and you put it over your face and it's fully immersed. And they've run a lot of commercials for it already. You guys have probably seen it, like fighting lightsabers, Jedi, <laughs> Jedi Masters, all this different stuff. I'm wondering if TikTok is also seeing the writing on the wall about the future being something to do with that. Mm. And this is almost going to be like a precursor to what they're going to come out with to kind of maybe try to compete with that, yeah. right? Um, I will say that if you can be an early adopter i guess it's still safe to say early adopter for vr and, and augmented reality ar it's still a pretty brand new thing for oh, a lot totally, of people yeah if you can get your brand or your company's marketing products and, and and ideas into that space and really start understanding it now you will be ahead of the game that's right you'll be ahead of the game um unequivocally because a lot of people are going to sleep on it they're going to sleep on the opportunity. They're going to sleep on the on the, the idea as a whole. You know, who wants to be doing that, blah, blah, blah. It's not really it, – it's already here, and it's already gaining adoption, right? So my only question about all this is I'm waiting for someone to come out with, like, an app that you can, like, scratch and sniff. Like, let's say, <laughs> like, a restaurant has a, has a bowl of pasta, and you hold the phone up to your face, and you can smell how good the uh, the pasta smells. <laughs> you right? know, that would a, be incredible. That was, will be incredible. There was a movie that did that. <laughs> One of those Spy Kid movies. They they said it was in 4D, and they give you like a card as you're watching the movie, and the, s something comes up, and it cues you to scratch the card and then smell it. That's pretty cool. <laughs> That's pretty rad. Okay, so they're gonna are they already going live with this uh, with this thing uh, right here, or this is gonna be the future? What's up? Yeah, it looks like it's it's about ready to launch. So they're just prepping and getting ready to uh, battle. And, and and the way I see it is is like they'll do it, and then Facebook will do it in like what a month or two. So right. they'll they're always not behind, but they like to let everybody else do something, and then they pick it up and make it look like it's their own. Okay, that's where I see it. <laughs> All right. Uh, so, you know, definitely people, TikTok, TikTok, get on that TikTok tip. TikTok tip. <laughs> uh, parent surprise son th with a graduation billboard. This, this is a big deal, guys, because, you know, as our listening audience knows, the Ad Hero podcast is uh, financially backed uh, by AdSemble, uh, which is the parent company. Correct. And AdSemble is a website where you can book your own billboard self-service through opendisplay.com 
It's a product website that we created to do that process. And we have seen in the last several weeks a massive amount of interest across the country of parents booking billboards for to say congratulations to their children for graduating high school, college, whatever, right? We've seen we've literally processed tons of campaigns like that all around the country. All around the country. And so this is something that kind of caught us by surprise, but it makes a lot of sense because a lot all of these schools because of COVID-19 have been forced to be shut down. Uh, there will be no prom. There will be no ceremony, graduation walk. And I think parents are feeling kind of like, what can we do that's unique and memorable for our children? Because usually that ceremony where you get handed the diploma and you get to walk up on stage in front of everybody is that big momentous occasion. So to get to be a part of that these last several weeks, and, and we have all these pictures on our Twitter feed and Instagram and stuff like that, kind of showing it off. Um, it has been a real honor. It's been really, it's been pretty cool to be a part of that magic, if you will, to help these parents like celebrate their kids. Uh, what else can you say about this story here, Gino, that, that you know about? So it say, states here, and this is coming from Mashable, uh, Brandon Truitt, who just earned a PhD in English, has a really proud, really kind, and kind of extra dad who decided to brag about his kid and uh, and then the when the billboard went live, oh yeah, I'm sorry. The the parent put a congratulations, Dr. Brandon Truitt, PhD in English, with his picture up on a billboard, and uh, and then the 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 child, oh, I shouldn't say child, but the son actually tweeted it out, and he he put on his tweet. It felt weird, maybe even futile, to celebrate my achievement at home, especially uh, during the pandemic. Uh, but already vanishing job market. Uh, however, I got to say this ostentatious display of support from my dad who didn't graduate high school has got me feeling proud of myself today. So I thought that that was really sweet that the son acknowledged his father. And the, and the, the crazy thing is, the crazy thing is about this whole thing, it got uh, 140,000 likes as of May 5th. There that's a is. lot of likes, right? That's a lot of well. That's a lot of uh, uh, additional impressions and and engagement. Engagement. That's a lot of engagement. Uh, you know, in the advertising marketing space, the key. You know, everybody loves to put one dollar in on one side and get five dollars out the other side, right? Of course. But in between that funnel process, if you will, there's the interactions that take place. There's the stories that come out of this process. There's all this stuff. And, you know, to me, what this really represents is that the uh, age old form of outdoor advertising is still one of the most prevalent dominant forms to get ways of, to get a message out. And, you know, obviously, I do say that with a little bit of a biased tongue because we work at a company that specializes in that. So I'm not discrediting that. But if I was to remove myself from that component and just be a person out in the streets, you know, I could definitely say that I'm impacted to go online and search and and post things that I see in the out, outside world. So case in point, I you know, before COVID and all this stuff, 
you know, I a huge fan of going to the beach, uh, especially live out here in California. You know, that's what you do. <laughs> and so, you know, go to the beach, you see a whale or you see a dolphin or something like that. You're going to pull out your phone and take a picture of that or a video and then share that online. And then, then you start to get all of this online engagement as a result of that taking place, right? So the son sees the dad do this incredible act of kindness and really cool thing for him. And not only does he get to physically enjoy seeing it up there as well as the hundreds of thousands of cars passing it by every single day, he takes a simple picture, writes a, writes a very heartfelt message about the experience, what he experienced, shares it out, and now it gets picked up by all this syndicated press and and you know 140,000 additional people are exposed to it and engage with it and i think if you're again looking at this time and space what you can do to get the word out for your brand for your service i mean the proof is in the pudding we see this time and time again but uh really cool testimonial for our industry correct yeah and congratulations to this young man. Yes, yes. It, 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 I like how you said that. It, and it's time and time again that billboards work. <laughs> yeah. The power of billboards. Right. The power of outdoor <laughs> advertising overall. Right? Overall. Just, yeah, definitely for sure. Um, well, that was, uh, so, you know, I guess the overall takeaway, the wrap, if you will, is social media, these online platforms uh, are great avenues for you to be placing your brand to be placing your marketing especially during COVID-19 okay and you can utilize a combination of other items that exist like outdoor advertising billboards things of that nature radio tv still um, streaming advertising on streaming channels and things of that nature you can do all these things to still tell your your brand story and right now, I've been seeing a lot of advertising for brands that are all showing what they're doing to support their employees and their customer base during COVID-19. So like all, as an example, all the restaurants, you know, we're doing touchless delivery. We're doing, you know, takeout. You can get food from us on Grubhub and, and DoorDash and all these different places, right? Um, you know, the other day I saw... You know, uh, what else was the other ad I saw for was I think it might have been uh, the airlines. One of the airlines, I think, was advertising that, you know, they're implementing lots of new things to um, uh, make sure that social distancing can still happen if you need to take a flight. Um, and then on LinkedIn this morning, I read that uh, the gyms are going to be opening again soon, but they have a whole new layout, floor layout for how spaced out. The equipment's going to be hmm. so people can safely still work out but not be too close to one another, which I thought was very, very interesting. Wow. Um, so, you know, again, we're, we are all a part of this new normal. That's, that's kind of the buzzword that's been being tossed around, right? The new normal. And what is the new normal? The new normal, I think, kind of looks like the old normal, <laughs> <laughs> but there'll just be a few uh, subtle differences, changes to what we're all accustomed to. But it doesn't change the fact that fundamentally your storytelling needs to be ubiquitous, okay? So if you have a brand, a product, service, if you own your own company or you work in a marketing team, you're listening to this episode right now, the key takeaway of this episode is 
in this new normal as we progress forward, you know, think about clever ways that you can tie the messaging in across multiple platforms. And I'm gonna tell I'm gonna, the story. I'm gonna say that that's my that's my key takeaway uh, from all of this. And you see, you know, Ryan Reynolds using Twitter for that and and Instagram. You see. TikTok with their augmented reality, new ads that are going to be coming online, things like that. And then you hear a story about a dad putting a, a, an image of a, his son on a billboard, that son taking a picture of it, putting it on Twitter and getting an extra 140,000 likes of engagement. So it's all these things kind of tying together to one another. Gino, what's your what's your wrap? Yeah, you know, I, it's like the same thing. Uh, and you can't just rely on w- one piece of marketing, you have to continue to tell the story and to get it out as many places as possible. And you know what? If I could just be a little biased on the billboard or the outdoor realm, uh, you can't push the skip button. <laughs> yeah, that, that is true. That is true. So anyways, I think the uh, you know takeaway is, again, uh, uh, guys and gals out there listening to this, take advantage of all these things. Be be edgy. Don't be you know scared to take a risk. Uh, people like things that aren't necessarily just like perfectly figured out there. Um, and you know, and then we on a personal note, we hope to see you over at OpenDisplay.com, maybe trying out a billboard campaign to tie it all together uh, from the outdoor advertising side. That's right. And uh, catch us on social media at Ad Symbol. Yeah, we want to hear from you. Yeah, link up with us. Find us on Instagram, Twitter, all this stuff. We're always happy to share out people's stuff. Yeah, free marketing tips. I mean, it's fun. We we always try to keep it fun over here. There you go. All right, man. We're uh, that's that's uh, that's a good show. That's a good wrap. Yeah, I like it. That was good. I like it. Too. <laughs> you want to take us home? All right, here we go. Uh, the Ad Heroes signing out here. My name is Gio Giovanni, and this is Matthew Liberi. Check catch us next Friday at the Ad Hero Podcast. We're out. We're out. Want to advertise big and build massive brand authority at the same time? It's easier than you think. Open Display by AdSymbol lets you advertise on digital billboards nationwide. Just go to OpenDisplay.com for a free account to get started.